Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by columnist Scott Davis, who gives us a fan's perspective each week. South Carolina coming off this win over Missouri. And, Scott, an interesting weekend for you. You watched the Gamecocks play on an iPhone in Wisconsin this weekend. I sure did, Emerson. Pleasure to be with you, as always. Uh, My wife and I decided to make a trip up to Lambeau Field to watch the Packers game. The Packers did not uh, win yesterday, unfortunately for her. She's a lifetime Packers fan. But my first thought upon uh, learning that we were going to actually do this was to figure out how I was going to watch South Carolina versus Missouri on Saturday. And my last resort was going to be my iPhone, and unfortunately – That is what happened. It meant for an interesting viewing experience, to be sure. Yeah, Scott, uh, your column, Dialing Up a Win Streak, is on Gamecock Central right now. And I thought it was interesting. You you mentioned that you you went to the hotel bar there in Wisconsin, and there were 20 TVs, and the Clemson game was on most of them. And the (laughs) SEC Network is not available in Wisconsin, or at least not at the hotel where you stayed. SEC Network, not a huge uh, draw here in the Midwest, apparently, somehow or another Clemson Syracuse was. Don't understand that, but it didn't seem like anybody was paying attention to that particular game, but that's just what they had decided to show. And so I was wondering what I have to do to escape Clemson if going to Wisconsin's not the answer. Somebody just let me know what is. So you watched the first half of South Carolina, Missouri on your iPhone. You know, things were a little tight in the first half. And really into the second half, this was a tight ball game. So you went to the hotel bar, watched a little bit there, and that was when the Gamecocks pulled away. So hard watching a game on your phone, Scott. I think we've all done it at some point, and that's no fun. It's not. It's hard to see what's happening. Uh, the players look like, you know, little stick figures there on that screen. And what was especially weird for me sitting in the bar down there was that I turned the sound off so that, um, you know, I wouldn't annoy the, the folks sitting around me. But I was reacting to the game as though everyone else was watching it. And I was sighing and, you know, uh, moving around in my chair and squirming and, and all that kind of stuff. And I think that, uh, People were wondering exactly what this crazy person sitting beside them were doing was doing, but that's just the way it is when you watch South Carolina football, at least for me. But I was pleased, really, with the way they finished that game. They um, that that game had just been a back and forth affair for most of the first three quarters, and last couple seasons we've seen South Carolina kind of wilt a little bit down the stretch at the end of games, and and this game was really just kind of a thorough 
light professional effort. They just finished when it was time to do so and ended up winning by 10 points in a game that didn't get quite as nerve-wracking as it seemed like it was going to. Emerson Phillips with Scott Davis here on Gamecock Central Radio. We invite you to download the Gamecock Central Radio app. We're on the App Store and on Google Play. To subscribe to the podcast, search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. Scott, uh, Andre Ware called the game for the SEC Network. He was the color commentator this weekend, and he has become a big fan of Gamecock football. He says good things about the Gamecocks, and he likes eating at California Dreaming, too. He sure does. Uh, talked about California Dreaming quite a bit uh, throughout the broadcast. He did the same a couple of weeks ago when he had the South Carolina UMass game, and he loves Jake Bentley. He, he lavished praise upon him for, for the entire game. Um, really likes the way the young quarterback is looking right now, likes his decision-making, his leadership abilities. Uh, and he really likes Will Muschamp a lot, too. He talked about the fact that sitting down with him on Fridays before a game, that Muschamp and, and his staff are always among his favorite of all SEC coaches, if not his favorite, to talk to. And so... It was fun to listen to him. I, I've talked before in my column a couple of times, actually, about how much I enjoy his analysis. And Saturday, he really had a love fest in general with the South Carolina program. So he only solidified himself as one of my favorite analysts the other day. It was uh, good to have him back on the broadcast. All right, Andre Ware bringing us the game balls this week. The Andre Ware really, really likes Jake Bentley. Game balls of the week, and Jake Bentley gets one himself. Yeah, he played, you know, his best game thus far. Played very well, obviously, against Tennessee and, and against UMass as well. But particularly in that UMass game, the game plan just didn't give us much of an opportunity to see what he was capable of. You could tell the coaches really wanted to protect him, limit him from making mistakes, throwing interceptions, and getting or getting hurt. And in that game, there were just a lot of screens and handoffs and in this game he really made some great throws um he he you know the 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 game plan was still to run the ball and first second and third but but when he needed to make throws he did his touchdown passes were things of beauty if you've been watching football the last couple of seasons and um I thought one of his best throws of the day was one to Casey Crosby in the end zone that should have been called a touchdown but was ruled out of bounds. That was just a throw that for a kid who just turned 19 was really impressive to see. Scott, I watched the game live and also DVR'd it and watched it again yesterday, and Bentley really does make some nice throws in this ball game. He's just got some innate ability that we're starting to see more and more each week. He was 22 of 28 passing. And he just seems to be getting better every week, Scott. Yeah, I have a lot of confidence in him going forward. I, I, I mentioned in the column, I think most Gamecock fans now, if there was any question that he's our guy for the future, I think it's been put to rest. He is going to make mistakes. You know, Jake Bentley has not thrown an interception in three games. Now, part of that has been, as I said, the game plan has been one that has been trying to limit his his capacity to make mistakes, but that being said, when he has had to make tough throws, he's done it, and his receivers are playing very well right now. Debo Samuel, a monster game. Brian Edwards continues to make some tough catches, and, you know, it's good to see a tight end like Casey Crosby catching on. He uh, caught another touchdown pass on Saturday. I believe he now has four for the season, and he'd become a little bit of a forgotten man 
in recent years uh, was a highly touted recruit, and it just didn't seem like we knew quite what to do with him. And um, we now we now we know. Let's get him the football when he's running around the end zone. Gamecocks now one win away from bowl eligibility. Three weeks ago, that didn't seem very likely, Scott. But the Gamecocks are three and zero with Jake Bentley as a starting quarterback, and a bowl trip looks very likely now. It does. You know, like I. We talked about last week. We talked about that on this podcast a lot this year, and that was the goal: is to get to six wins somehow. South Carolina takes care of business at home against Western Carolina in the final home game of the year. They will get six wins and go somewhere, and wherever it is, that's exciting. But at this point, after I've watched them play the last couple of weeks, I'm starting to get a little greedy and thinking, "Hey, this this Florida game in Gainesville." is not the absolute, no doubt about it, loss that I penciled it in uh, earlier this season. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they perform on the road. You know, Jake Bentley, three home games under his belt, has not yet had to face an atmosphere like he's going to face Saturday in the Swamp. And I'm excited to see how he'll handle it. And, And the way these young guys have been playing, I don't see any reason to believe that they can't go down there and compete and try to win that game. Deflated ball is a weekly feature in your column, Scott, and this week the targeting rule gets a deflated ball. I think we could give that a deflated ball every week. Yeah, we got to figure that thing out. I, you know, I know we're trying to to protect uh, players out there. I know head injuries are a huge concern, but but this thing where we're kicking guys out for an entire game. You know, I just don't get it. I mean, there's there's no real evidence to support uh, the, the intent of targeting on just about any of these calls. I, I guess you could say the one that was called against Chris Lamonds was fairly cut and dried. Does he really need to sit out an entire game for that? I'm not sure. As, as Will Muschamp has said many times, um, uh, when he's been asked about this, you know, he played safety for Georgia, and he just said, you know, in the heat of battle, sometimes you just can't help but hit someone in a place that you don't particularly want to hit them. And so if the criteria is that it was the defender's intent to target and injure a defenseless player, I just don't know how we're legislating that or deciding whether or not that was in his mind <laughs> when he tried to tackle the uh, – the opposing player it's getting really hard to tackle someone on defense in football right now and i again i'm all for player safety but at some point you just got to say hey this is a violent sport and you know if you want to play it that's just the reality of the way it is and it's just hard to figure out the rhyme or reason for when they reverse these calls and when they uphold them i i don't understand it yeah i think everybody supports player safety and everybody wants to you know, uh, reduce head injuries, and they want to protect defenseless receivers, and I think everybody supports that. But the way the targeting rule is being implemented really raises questions each week. The defensive player's intent, in many cases, has nothing to do with the targeting call. So you have to wonder if college football will revisit this rule at some point, maybe during the off season. Scott, South Carolina and Florida coming up Saturday in the swamp, noon kickoff, and Florida opened as a 15 point favorite, despite the fact that they got taken to the woodshed by Arkansas. And I think this is a game, like you said, that uh, you know most. Most folks had penciled in as a Florida win all season long, but now with the Gamecocks showing some life and a three-game win streak, the Gamecocks may have a fighting chance in Gainesville Saturday afternoon. Absolutely. There's no reason to believe that they don't, and 
I think that they can go down there and compete. I think winning certainly is going to be a tall order. Florida's defense, even though they gave up some yards to Arkansas on Saturday, still probably the the um, measuring stick by which everybody else judges themselves on defense in the SEC. So it may be hard to generate some offense down there, but that's why it's going to be interesting to see Jake Bentley and these young receivers try to go out there and get something done. And if they can, it's really going to be exciting in Columbia. I, I, I'm, that 15-point spread to me is is high. Um, I think South Carolina can compete in this game. I'm certainly not predicting them to win it by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't think it'll be a blowout. All right, it'll be Bentley's first road start for the Gamecocks. Noon kick in the Swamp this Saturday on CBS. Scott, I trust you're back in Atlanta for, for the Florida game this weekend, and you won't be watching on your iPhone? I am looking forward to a widescreen <laughs> television this Saturday, Emerson. It's going to be fun to actually see what's happening in the game and to be able to act uh, like an idiot like I always do without being worried about um, whether those sitting near me are concerned about my uh, insane behavior. Scott, you got yourself a keeper, man. Your wife says, let's go to Lambeau Field and see the Packers play. You know you got yourself a keeper. <laughs> Absolutely. you got to love her. Uh, it was her idea to come up and, and see the Packers in Lambeau. If you haven't been, I would recommend if you're a football fan, you've got to do it. There's only a handful of stadiums in this country left that, that still mean something like Fenway Park or Wrigley Field. And For football, Lambeau Field is that place. It's a spectacular scene. I've been to NFL games you know, in several different cities, and it's the only place that feels like college football to me. They're, the tailgating scene's phenomenal. So just a quick a quick word for all of you, if you love football, try to get to Lambeau at some point. Yeah, I've been to a game at Lambeau. I went uh, New Year's Eve 2001. The uh, Packers beat the Vikings on uh, December the 31st, and the Fox River was frozen over there in Green Bay. Lambeau Field's a special place. Scott, sounds like you had a great trip. Thanks for your time this week. Absolutely. Talk to you next week. All right, he's Scott Davis. I'm Emerson Phillips. You can check out Scott's column on Gamecock Central right now. The Gamecocks with a win over Missouri, and Scott's column with the headline, Dialing Up a Win Streak. Scott Davis with us every week here on Gamecock Central Radio. And I'm Emerson Phillips. Thanks for being with us. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.